Stephen Hawking stole that dude's wife. And she was she was awful to him. So it got it got him back. She was like wildly abusive and stuff, I guess. I guess she would like walk out of the room during a fight and unplug uh, the thing. I think she would also like maybe hit him sometimes and With sometimes a like threaten to drop. <laughs> <laughs> Entropy is the fundamental fate of the entire cosmos. Shut up. <laughs> the universe is going to expand forever, old man. Mind Under Matter, the only show where the hosts don't simultaneously put how to intro, and so they si- sometimes simultaneously intro. Today, we're talking about, on Mum, we're talking about AD. We're talking about ADHD. Um, we're, by the way, little disclaimer, not, uh, so... So if you if you listen to the personality episodes, there's so much fun. We made a second one, um, but we we went through uh, uh, some personality tests and talked about personality research and some of the history of personality research. And personality research is an area that I feel a little more comfortable talking about, a little more in my wheelhouse. ADHD stuff. Not so much. I've had like one full episode on Here We Are about it. It was years ago. Uh, It's weird because I have what is probably when we take this test will reveal pretty severe ADHD if it's Mm -hmm. anything like the last time I took one. And I just haven't looked into it that much. Yeah. And and so. So anyway, because of because of the also, there's a little higher stakes because I don't want someone that has ADHD or that knows someone with ADHD to take something that I say too much to heart because I'm going to mostly be uh, grasping at straws, searching through my mind for every little thing about ADHD that I know. It's what we do. Much of it, I'm sure, is confused and backwards and I'm not remembering it right and there's new research and everything else so don't exactly take my word for it uh, the best part that's... though is that if we upset some people like they're not going to stay on us for too long yeah i w- well i would hope so i mean there's I mean, other people we're... that would distract them and then they would get upset at them and then we're we're clean <laughs> oh yeah that's true that's get the joke to hurry i see there's well yeah there's there's also the other thing that i enjoy is that on our YouTube channel, a lot of times people do comment when we get something a little bit off or not just have something off, but people have their own ideas about things, things that they want more of us to explore in more depth in future episodes or just um, related topics, books that they've read on on the topics. And so there's uh, there's sometimes some some cool YouTube comments and stuff that that keeps the conversation going which we absolutely encourage yeah always and correct our asses yeah definitely but also give a thumb up instead of raising your hand to correct us give the video a thumb up saying i've and, got a question 
and hit that subscribe button too. By the way, we now have just enough subscribers, a thousand subscribers, probably by the time that this is coming out, that uh, that we're running at, that that YouTube will start putting ads. And we could opt out of it, but the thing is, so we're not making money off these dumb YouTube ads. They pay like cents for like thousands of things, but they're necessary. You know, we don't have. If you're listening to the audio version, if you're listening on any app, we don't we don't have any ads. We don't do ad reads. We were supported by Patreon members. But the reason why YouTube needs to have ads is because if YouTube doesn't have skin in the game, they just won't recommend your videos to anybody else. So it's just a necessary, there's nothing that can be done about it. We have to have ads on there. Otherwise, yeah, it's not for us. just less it's people not won't. not for the money. It's, it's I wish it good, was for the money. <laughs> for the good of the world. It's for the good of the world. Yeah. I do wish it was for the money, but literally there is no money to be made off of no. YouTube until you're getting like a million views of I video or something I think there's no like money that. to be made anywhere anymore, actually. <laughs> like this might be a controversial stance, but I think it'll prove to be correct in the next four years. Like they're going to discover like there's four no years. way to make money anymore. <laughs> no one can make it unless you're Kanye or... um. I don't know, Lizzo, or why am I singling out music artists, or Elon, then you can make money. But that's about it. Yeah. Just three people. I wonder how much... there. I mean, you can barely blame people for glamming on to, like, you know, jumping on whatever bandwagon just because life is short and full of endless choices and it helps to have suggestions from other people. And so you have this kind of group think dynamic that clicks in like, all right, I don't need to sit around every day trying to discover a new band, which is also awesome to do, but you can just um, listen to it. You can just be like, Oh, I heard of these people. They permeate through the culture and then you give it a listen and it's curated a little bit. Mm. But I do wonder how much, uh, artists are still going to be able to, I'm not even sure that actors and musicians, even huge musicians and everything else. I'm not, I'm not sure they're even going to be making the money that, that they use. I think used it's a to. standard, uh, bell curve maybe, or maybe that's not the right curve. What's the, the one that just shoots up at the end? Cause there's mm -hmm. always money to be made contrary to my yeah. other point but it's going to be like the top 2% of people releasing music are going to actually see dividends and then the rest are just struggling. But the, the counter side to that is that it's easier than ever to make good sounding music. Like the tools we have are insane to get it out there, but people don't yeah. buy records anymore. People don't even buy songs anymore. Streaming services pay you a penny for every 6 billion streams and most of the time that gets lost in the system anyway so they don't even pay you that i mean there's there's people making fun sketches in you know probably what takes them an hour or two's time of actually like filming editing putting it together shooting the thing and putting it out that are better than 
you know, Saturday Night Live sketches from 30, 40 years ago or mm -hmm. whatever, or however long it's been around. The original ones um, were pretty rough. I know people say SNL sucks today, but the original ones also, <laughs> <laughs> there's stinkers in every season. Yeah, yeah. There was, I, I liked Will Ferrell, but other than that, and I, man, I swear I'm not saying this to be cool, but I just have distinct that that I don't care for SNL, which I haven't even watched in years because why would I abuse myself? Like, like <laughs> I've tried so many times. There are but, great sketches every yeah. season and great people every season, but it's just, I was just commenting on the romanticization of the seventies being where it was at. Like, right. Yeah. There, but there's, I, I have a distinct memory of this being in like the early nineties and being at a friend's house, uh, in a in a mobile home he lived in a trailer park and i watched with his uh uh oh it's where i saw the first my first porn mag too uh, a lot of a lot of memories coming back playboy but, penthouse jugs hustler <laughs> i don't even think it was a main brand one which is like some of those signature be the best. farms boobs <laughs> Hill Country but, uh, Fair or whatever the like Safeway brand is. I remember store pretends to not be the brand. <laughs> no, no, no. We're signature local farms. I, I but I remember watching SNL like sleeping over at his place on a Saturday night, and him and his family watching SNL, and them just like rolling on the floor, laughing at everything, and. Oh. I was like, I get it. Like, I'm I'm not missing the joke, but because they kept telling me like, don't you think it's funny? And I'm like, eh, yeah, I am a I'm a quiet laugher. <laughs> His name's but... Mango, and he dances. <laughs> you don't love him. You don't love the cheerleaders. Actually, like, I might just be remembering the greatest hits DVDs. So I don't remember if the actual full episodes were consistently that good. But mm -mm. the years with Chris Farley, Adam Sandler, Norm yeah. Macdonald, Chris Rock, David Spade, Phil Hartman. Uh, those had yeah. some really, really good sketches. Yeah, I, I, I would say that I bet there's, I bet there's probably one good sketch every week, which isn't bad, I suppose. No, especially because uh, they came up with it all that week, and they're, yeah, they're hypersensitive to the the climate or whatever. Even though they had Donald Trump host while he was running for president. But yeah, uh, they're still like, you know, will this fit? Is this going to hit our audience? Is this going to be too offensive? This too boring? Um, and then the egos involved with the writers, I bet, where the head writer doesn't want this new writer to get their sketch mm -hmm. in. I heard there's a lot of that hmm. at least 10 years ago. Maybe it's like super friendly and stuff now. But hmm. well, should we focus? Um, yeah, we should focus on not SNL, especially because I don't truly believe anything I said in the last 10 minutes of it. And it's such a boring topic, like everyone's opinion yeah. on it sucks sure. now and it was good five years ago and it was bad 10 years <laughs> Never ago. Never liked it. Was... <laughs> I've been consistent. Um, all right. So so I so I actually reached out to um, a past guest that I had on here we are talking about ADHD and 
she did send me like an official test that has like proprietary things so i can't include a link or anything like that but she also just said but that would like we'd have to fill the thing out and send it to her get results and and with all these things too if if a proper adhd test done right also comes along you don't just answer these questions you're observed the people that you know answer these questions there's a lot more going on um than just these these questions so this isn't a conclusive thing anyway it is a it's my understanding that it is a problem that especially in early ADHD diagnosis which was kind of shady it it happened around the same time as the no child left behind <laughs> stuff and Wait, that's so, bush right that's like 2003 yeah no that was before that, that i thought that no was, child left behind was, was a bush we school. thing that was i think that was first bush hw damn um it was oh. definitely relevant during W's time, though, because I remember it as being part of the culture. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah. So so it was hastened. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. So it was hastened by that. Um, and so there was. You know, it was like there's there's all these there's all these pressures on schools to just get these grades up. And so. They were doing these ADHD tests, which I think still a lot of them are today, just 15 minutes of a doctor, like looking at a kid and like, you know, sometimes not diagnosing a thing because they're like, oh, they didn't show any ticks or whatever. And sometimes overdiagnosing. But it was a way that schools were able to just throw a bunch of kids into special needs mm. to have them opt out of the screwing up their, their Damn, scores. That's a tough sentence yeah and then uh and then also but but also at the same time it probably did some good in terms of actually raising awareness to people that kids that had legitimate needs um for adhd but there's there's also just like lots of it's a tricky one because there's just lots of weird shady stuff that like major league baseball players are something like two or three times more likely to have adhd than because they're looking at first base and sport. third base and they're not just eyes on the ball because otherwise that stimulant would be illegal mm. if they were taking it if they didn't have a clinical diagnosis which because, stimulant adderall yeah i think all of them i i don't think i don't think you can take any of them without i think all of them are performance enhancer yeah and, and they're methamphetamines yeah, and uh, and baseball is like a boring, tedious ish. I like baseball. I used to play, but but it's you know there's a lot of inactivity and like waiting, but with hyper attention, you yeah, know? and like hitting a baseball or pitching with accuracy or whatever. I don't I don't know enough about who uses it the most and who doesn't but there's just like weird things like that where we're like weird pockets of people get more diagnosis than others or people have some some demographics of people have more of an inclination to early on rich kids were getting the diagnosis the most but that's just because families had the money to 
you take know, take them to the, the hut. Take them to yeah, take them to the doctor and provide more care. And so then lately, it's been more minority groups and and poor uh, poor communities. But that's it's not because they have higher rates necessarily, as much as it is that they're they're finally like getting up to speed with getting some of the health care that they should have been getting earlier. Mm-hmm. They get the hand me downs, huh? Yes. Like all the old like PlayStations. <laughs> yeah. They're just on PlayStation 3 now. They get ADHD. We're already on to like OCD. And not we yeah. as in like because I'm not diagnosed and I'm uh what do you think? What do you think ahead of time? You do think I have that, it? Yeah, you think you have where do you think you'd fall on a on a scale? I don't think I have it to be honest. I think I might get um but that's a contradiction. I feel like I do get bored of stuff and I present as someone that has it, but I'm totally capable capable of focusing on something for three mm. hours without drifting away. But that's it's, awesome. It's a matter of do I do I practice that a lot? Yeah, mm. I'd say I do. Especially because now the post COVID times where it's just me and Yosh and Catherine and mm-hmm. the occasional friend here and there, a guest appearance, but <laughs> But yeah, there's no, yeah. uh, you know, in school, it'd be like, oh, this kid has ADHD. He doesn't want to hear about Thomas Jefferson. He doesn't want to learn about, you know, fractal geometry. He doesn't want to climb the rope. Yeah, well, that's a that's a big part of it. And uh, b- uh, boys tend to have higher rates of ADHD, although I believe in adults, it's a little closer to one to one. Mm. Um, and it has, and it does have, um, so, so I guess there's some, like in the Netherlands or something like that, there's, there's some, uh, some region where they start school a couple of years, you know, now there's, now there's preschool is now there's pre preschool where like three-year-olds are starting yeah, and they're already and dating stuff. and have only fans <laughs> it's crazy not to sex worker shame no but no. that's too young for, for that <laughs> and yeah, the three-year-old ADD. the idea is is that well one evolutionarily kids aren't no kid is supposed to be sitting behind a desk doing like learning a difficult task of reading or writing or whatever. And so, and so one, there's an evolutionary mismatch, but on the other side of it, if you wanted to say that, that it's not causing HD ADHD, it could just be revealing it, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, cause you're put to the test a little sooner than, uh, in life than you would earlier. And so maybe it is making actual existing symptoms reveal themselves. Uh, I don't know. I go back and forth with what I, because I, I think to your, to your point of, of kids not caring about the subject matter, I think my experience of school was, it was all just trivia, you know, yeah. it was memorizing trivia. It wasn't concepts. It wasn't anything like meaty. It was, it wasn't discussions. Yeah. It was, remember the date of this battle. Remember this guy, the name of his ship. Remember the name of the general that he killed. But a, remember it a little less than the name of the main statue guy. Yeah. And of course, a little bit of speed is going to help yeah. some kids with, with that because that shit's tedious. I remember. And totally unnecessary. It's like you're memorizing for the sake of memorizing. And in college, everyone was on Adderall. And I imagine still is. 
-hmm. and out here in Hollywood, like in the writer community and stuff, just every, it's so common. It's not a thing of like, oh, you take Adderall? It's everyone Mm -hmm. has it. It's so crazy. And, and and then in ADHD is also it's a legitimate thing that happens that negatively impact. I believe it's negatively and positively impacted um, me. I, I, I've never had an official diagnosis, but I've done things like this and talked with enough people. And What's the there's, definition? Like, there's never been a question. Is there a definition of what ADHD? I know it's attention and hyperactive or attention deficit hyperactive disorder, but is there a spectrum is there a threshold where like if you cross this line of not being able to focus, you are you are it? Or is it just this wishy-washy like, yeah, I'm just feeling out the groove in you and you've you've got it. Just feeling out that un That's an excellent groove. question that I don't have a satisfying answer for at all. I don't I don't know where those lines are. Symptoms are impulsiveness, disorganization and problem uh, problems prioritizing, poor time management skills. Problems focusing on tasks, trouble multitasking, which multitasking is bullshit. No one's really good at it. Yeah. All this just just sounds like a human being though. For sure. I mean, this is, that's, and that's a solid argument that could be made. Excessive activity and restlessness, poor planning, low frustration tolerance. But, but now there are, I forget what region of the mind it is, but there is, there is in, um, if you give, someone with ADHD or at least severe or ADHD uh, MRI, there is abnormal brain activity. There's actually, uh, there, there's, there's a certain, um, there's, so it's weird that it's, it's the hyperactive. So you think like, oh, they can't control their, their minds probably racing, going a million miles an hour. And it's actually, uh, there's a dampened connections and the there's there's kind of like hiccups where the where the brain doesn't isn't making the connections mm. that it should and and so it like startles it wakes itself up and that's that's where some of the fidgetiness and stuff and the impulse and the distractiveness um comes in and like i have like a weird sort of tourettes that i do sometimes if i'm uh, oh, I do really? it by myself all the time, but if I'm around people, uh, I I always have to mask it because it's involuntary. It's not. What it's are not some totally of the slurs? Well, what slurs do you it, shout? It's not like Tourette. It, usually, I'm just like fuck. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm just, which I think a lot of people do things like you know, like you have some memory of being a. Uh, saying something stupid last week or whatever that pops into your head out of nowhere and you fuck. But that's I, Bill Burr. He but talks it's like about such a habit. Bill Burr will talk about just being in the shower and just cringing, just being like, "Oh yeah. fuck!" And then his wife <laughs> yeah, will be yeah. like, "You okay in there?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm just remembering something that happened 14 years ago." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I think that I might do that more than the average person because I mean. It, it draws attention in social situations. People that know me well, they've just grown accustomed to kind of, they, they look at me and then I'm like, they ignore it. They know to just ignore it. Um, I wonder if I've never noticed just because amongst comedians, like you don't come off as extra strange compared to some of the other characters we know. And right. the comedian world is just such an odd bunch. 
Well, I think that's another part of the thing with ADHD is that you come off just like anyone else, but just a bit more annoying in that you're unreliable, um, mm. you know, and and uh, and tend to, you know, when when someone's not listening to you and drifting off or whatever, that can be annoying. So people people with ADHD, kids with ADHD, statistically have uh, 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 many less friends. Um, because also impulsivity is something that people tend to like steer clear of generally. Yeah. It can be fun. It could be and, a choice too, right? Like having less friends doesn't mean like, well, no one showed up to my birthday party. It could just mean like, no, I was just working on this like toy train I was building for two weeks. So I didn't call anyone back, but yeah, the train's yeah. looking good. I'm sick of this train. What else we got? And so on. Or you showed up to the birthday party and you're young and you don't have the regulatory functions that other kids your age have and you rip open the kids <laughs> present that that wasn't meant for you and you don't get invited back there's stuff like that that happens oh, too <laughs> that would be that happens more often than we think about probably yeah yeah because there's it's big it, it, it's a, a really difficult time uh regulating is the main thing it's not Certainly, certainly people with ADHD can play a video game for hours on end with perfect focus and every, you know, it's domain specific, but it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of times more regulatory issues than anything. So there's, a, so then there's like self-harm that seems to come along with the, the, there's like higher rates of suicide to bi bipolar and ADHD and that also might just be like, well, one, I can say from personal experience that I get so fucking annoyed with my much in the same way that like a parent would get annoyed with a kid that doesn't clean up their room or uh, you get annoyed with a friend or a, like a coworker that doesn't show up on time or forgets to do this one important task all of the time and you got to pick up after them or whatever or or a friend that's unreliable. I, I think probably people with ADHD, at least myself, I get so annoyed by those same behaviors in, in myself <laughs> all of, all of the time. And it's so fucking annoying to be unreliable and to not be able to make accurate predictions about what I'll actually accomplish and you know, what I won't. Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder if that maybe has to do with some of the some of the self-harm stuff that tends to go a lot, which I don't self-harm. Well, I mean, depends you don't on cut what your wrists, I don't but No, you, I don't. I'm not a cutter, but I know. certainly engage in reckless behavior. Yeah, you do some self-harm, but that's not what it's yeah. about. It's about the adrenaline <laughs> yeah. and the self-harm yeah, yeah. as a cost of entry. But all yeah. this, I mean, like we've disclaimed a hundred million times, like ADHD is real. Call your doctor about ADHD today. Yeah. And, but it's... Like all this sounds like also just being so hard on yourself and, right. uh, you know, unable to complete your entire to-do list daily, unable to reply to every text. It's like all these things that I'm like, oh, I guess I do have ADHD because I've never exactly. finished a whole to-do list in a day. Not once. Yeah. Always yeah. at 30% or something. That's it's, it's why it's, it's really, it's really tricky. It's not like having cancer. Like they're 
pretty damn accurate with diagnosing cancer. You got you know? it. Good night. <laughs> like ADHD, it's it gets over and underdiagnosed all all the time. I think it's just a really tricky one. What about and ADD? The, what happened to that one? It wasn't I don't as know popular. When they threw the H in there. I, I thought I think they were was, different. One is hyperactive. One is regular. Are they different? I just thought I thought that they just. They rebranded, um, huh? I thought they rebranded. It's like LGBT, LGBTQ plus now. Um, LGBTAQ plus. Yeah. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, asexual, pansexual, queer, plus sized people, and and empty and emptiness after the plus to imply people that not only don't identify as anything, they don't even identify as not identifying. They're like just just <laughs> silence when it's like hey what do you identify as just so that's why there's a space after lgbtq plus there's PF. a space yeah wow i didn't know that you're you're on top of it mm -hmm. yeah and you nailed I'm, all of them yeah as much you're as i joke okay, about yeah. not being ultra woke i actually am woke as fuck whereas <laughs> yeah, at least i can speak the language impeccably yeah, for sure well i think that you're uh kind thoughtful person that's sympathetic to those groups of people um let's that's see why I so give adhd every month. that's why i give 50 percent of my income to them every month um anonymously yeah, of course add is is now just an outdated term that's oh yeah, well i learned something new today as yeah. we do on this show but i learned something specific new <laughs> um yeah I, I i don't know if it was i don't know what happened but it is it is weird that, you know, they call it a deficit to, to, to tell a child that they have a deficit. That's yeah, you're like, missing attention. Like, like some people have full attention and you're missing <laughs> something there, Tommy. Oh, there's also the, the also the different there's a difference in which those drugs interact, which. um, Like speed, like you like energy drinks. Mm hmm. But yeah, speed, like if I, if I were to do Coke or something like that, um, well, one, I don't mind, I don't mind Coke A good Coke is enjoyable, but I've never, I haven't really ever enjoyed Adderall or Ritalin or any of those things. I always have a emergency kit for when I have like a 10 hour drive or something like that, that I have to make. And it gets the job done. Are you saying emergency kit or me... emergency, like the powder? Oh, no. Emergency kit with like Adderall or oh, whatever okay, in yeah. it. Like a couple of pills stored away for when I really need it. And uh, like I, I really thought um, what was I got a prescription for. Um, what is it? I'm forgetting the name. Mo. Uh, Oh man, there's listeners right now screaming it at the Mo? speaker. M Modafinil or Modafinils. Um, Modafinils, please. Um, Sir, you have the maximum amount of daffodils in the bouquet. More daffodils. Yeah, Modafinil. Oh, it was right, Modafinil. Um yeah, it's it's for that's more for like sleep disorders and stuff, but it was, there was someone that I, I better not say who it is, but there's someone that I, um, th there was like a really, 
there was a person that that was like insanely um, productive, oh, productive and uh, uh someone that i really admire um and you would know them and then uh, one one day i was like what's your here maybe i'll put it in the chat here um cuz cuz they probably wouldn't care but one day oh. i was so I, I was know like, you knew Beyonce. That's cool. I, <laughs> I was like, what's your, like, you're always getting off a plane. Every time I bump <laughs> into you, you're, you're there for a day and you're gone and you're like doing all this stuff. It's crazy. How do you do it? And he is just like, oh, I'm adaptable. <laughs> I thought, I thought he was going to give me like some platitude or like, oh, his oh specific I read this, drug. this book called getting things done and that's when it and it changed my life and one habit that i like to employ <laughs> i thought that's that's what i was after and he was just like i'm a dad that's life isn't it that's like the truth of it all <laughs> oh it's this cheat code not cheat code you might need it or she might need it or they might need it or he blank might need it no no i was trying to keep them extra anonymous yeah yeah it's yeah. fine there's, and now we there's just eliminated a, a huge portion of the population <laughs> it's like guess who when you're playing and then half of the the faces you like is it a yeah. him and then you yeah yeah so we just eliminated that but no that's kind of surprising and yeah did you say it's it's an amphetamine amphetamine yeah i mean it's it's pretty easy to get a prescription for and even when you're not really supposed to be prescribed it if you're bipolar apparently some doctors don't know that and will happily just write a script mm -hmm. and and to be honest i i never abuse i'm i'm sure it's prone to abuse or anything else but the point is is i was i was excited i was like okay maybe this will turn things around for me legitimately and if i get high in the as well and like a little bit of euphoria awesome and it was no euphoria oh. um and it keeps you it keeps you awake but it doesn't make you feel awake that's shit that's the worst <laughs> so part of being awake tired. you just want to feel awake <laughs> yeah so you so, stay up without feeling awake and there's no it, euphoria that's bug. that was my experience with it and it was really miserable it, and i've done it many times but if you have a 10-hour drive and you don't want to and you need to make it and you don't have time for naps and you just need to get it done it works you're not going to be happy. Whereas Ritalin or Adderall, that comes with a little bit of, all right. That's, but yeah, it makes me but, not that I've ever tried Adderall in case my parents are listening, but the fictional <laughs> universe, me that has tried Adderall before, it makes me very like, uh, I, I become social correspondence wise. It's like what I imagine it must be to be someone like Mike Kaplan or, my friend Flynn, like they're so good yeah. at writing back. Like they write back instantly. Uh, they stay in touch with everyone. They they keep those plates spinning. And it seems like they're not doing it as a chore. It seems like it brings them joy. And I remember yeah. on the Adderall feeling, it was like, oh, text, I'll write back to this one and this one. And I should write back to this. I should reach mm -hmm. out to this friend I haven't talked to in eight months. I should reach out to my uncle in Pakistan. I should reach out to 
some random stranger in Egypt. And then it eventually dies off and I return to normal me. That's like, oh, right. Replying is hard. Yeah. Well, that's uh, people with ADHD as, as well. I'm not saying you're one of them, but it, but this is uh, like one of the one of the characteristics is a lack of um, intrinsic motivation. Mm, um, that's why I have and, all these fucking books and YouTube videos safe. Huh? <laughs> you can do it. Get up. <laughs> Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be, but it, it's certainly, I certainly lack, I mean, you know, I, I was, I was going to do, um, I was going to do a podcast, uh, last fall called Shane versus meaning all, all about how there's no point to anything. And that's, yeah. and that's like something that I project outwards, which, which I don't necessarily, I recognize as being like as delusional as anything else can be, but it's um, funnier too. That yeah. perspective is funnier. And I don't know if you were going to have, I forget if you said you were doing it solo style or having guests, and we a also guest, might have a guest each week, a new guest each week. Yeah, and we also were... mentioned that one possible title of this show was going to be Shane versus remaining, remaining but yeah. we ended up not because it was too like versus y or something. And yeah. also I didn't want to have to represent meaning every time, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I like that perspective equally to the, everything is beautiful and conscious and we are yeah. the one love light vibration. I think it's so funny to have yeah, the ultra, yeah. uh, pointless one because they're it, they both hold each other up i guess and it it might it might be a lack of uh i think i think dopamine is is what uh because it's yeah because antidepressants would be serotonin but i i think that the the stimulants are releasing dopamine which is major player in in motivation and so it's also if you just can't get yourself to give a fuck, it it will release enough chemistry to get uh, you know neurochemistry to get you to care enough to focus on a thing. Yeah, or, I just want or, minimum wage, like with with the serotonin. <laughs> I don't want huge payday like a lawyer or doctor. Just pay me minimum wage serotonin and dopamine for the fucking text for, for the email for doing the task. But it's like just such a futile indentured servant dare i say slavery of it it yeah it's 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 i i think i struggle with shooting for the moon too often because <laughs> i want i want i don't leave good alone i don't leave well enough alone if i'm feeling good i'm just like let's see if we can take this up a oh notch. yeah your tinker coffee and, uh, shout out to tinker <laughs> coffee i know we said no ads but they they sent me some stuff i have no idea what they are it's a coffee company in like uh edstonville Connecticut. Hmm. i don't know any of the state's name other than new york and california and texas <laughs> Mansnofield, Connecticut, Thralabama, <laughs> North Vermont, Gia. It would be so amazing if you didn't know any of the states, and we found that out right now. Um, I, I know them, but if you asked me to name them in order, I'd probably get to like twenty. In order. Or maybe like, like so Alaska, Alabama, West Virginia, regular Virginia, 
uh, yeah. Montana, Wyoming, Utah, that's Idaho. That's all of them. East England, and then fuck you. Yeah, people will need to be on Ritalin to listen to us list off all 50 states. Yeah, um, it's not fun. But there, there's definitely some euphoria that comes along with it. But I can also say that I've had, I've had plenty of experiences doing like cocaine. There'll be a group of friends that don't have ADHD that do coke. And they're like, woo! And then I do it. And I'm just like, oh, okay. This is what normal people feel like. Like, I just feel like I can focus and do things i can tip it over then and, and do more or whatever but it just and that's and that's a that's a common characteristic people with adhd if they take a stimulant like that it just tends to make them more normal kind of like what you said just mm-hmm. like oh now i can just reply to texts and stuff these things that i can't normally do yeah um, and it feeds so. the energy too like that correspondence gave me energy to engage in more correspondence and then i remember that oh correspondence is fun doing anything is fun (laughs) doing the dishes can be enjoyable and then it flips on the side where like nothing fun where if you want to go on a roller coaster through sundays with your with your tongue out and like licking all the sundays (laughs) while like your favorite band is playing live in the other roller coaster just regular style is uh, yeah just existing at all kind of sucks doesn't it <laughs> your favorite band is in the roller coaster next to you jamming out for you a private parallel track roller coaster ride with your favorite band well you lick ice cream that's so much ice cream to lick at such a it is a dumb speed. fantasy now that i think about it i mean it's I, i'm I, I like most of it but i mean what about yeah, licking guess- your favorite band I guess, or like I guess, all your favorite bands and you get to lick them going down the roller coaster. I think if it's just, I think if there's just different flavors along the ride and then you dip down once in a while and you, and you get a lick. Um, also, how long is this roller coaster where your band's getting like it's a It's where the Large Hadron Collider in. is in Sweden or Switzerland oh, wow. or wherever. It's amazing. Those two are not uh, the same. I think people confuse them but i think switzerland and sweden are different oh no they're the exact same thing no they're not they're um, different. they must be the swiss and the swedish uh okay mr shalabama <laughs> uh <laughs> no they're they're different you're right um all right do you want to uh do you want to take this test i'd so, love to take a test let me just i'll pull up the Oh, and before we take the test, I also want to bring up that my friend's dad, who was a doctor and specialized in diagnosing people with ADHD. Really? He never officially diagnosed me, but he knew me personally. And he said, oh, yeah, you're an extreme case of it. An extreme case? That's what he said, like, you know, in a joking manner, but also it was serious. So, like, I kind of took that as my informal, formal diagnosis. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if you had it, but I i don't know. You, Matt, I don't know. I guess it's tricky to tell for sure. Um, all right. Well, this is, and also the other, I used to have a joke in my act. I won't, I won't 
do it verbatim or anything, but just the premise was that like one of the one of the reasons why I'm skeptical of of the ADHD diagnosis is um, is that uh, is that one it's kind of like an egocentric thing from the teachers point of view you know like it's hard to it's hard to sustain interest in front of any crowd and it gets in your head when someone's not paying attention and and so it's because you the point i was making is that there's there is no there's no over attention uh, oh yeah disorder you know there there's no, no one that's a mitch hedberg joke where really um, where uh yeah, something about he took he took an AD. I might be screwing up, but something to the thing of he took an ADD medication, but he doesn't have ADD, so he just got really interested in everything. He got mad when a story was over because he had too much <laughs> yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah. The joke yeah, is better. Yeah. Just look up Mitch Hedberg ADD. Yeah, but it's like there there isn't. There is no diagnosis of that. There's no that's never brought up at a parent teacher conference that your kid pays too close of attention in school to details that they don't aren't going to help them in life or whatever else and memorized all these trivial dates that they don't need to know about. Um, And so it's it's also just weird and biased where it's like I also think that my other thing that I think is that that I think that I, uh, you know, some people are more attentive to their inner worlds than others. And how do you tease apart what is attention? Like if if we're only measuring attention by what is out here and your ability to listen to what someone else wants to tell you and... Yeah, stop daydreaming, Shane. Listen to Christopher Columbus, his ship, his first ship. What was it called? Exactly. And then meanwhile, you were like thinking of the Mayflower. coolest shit ever. And yeah, then it's like, exactly. no, it was called the Mayflower. It's called No, exactly. it wasn't called the Mayflower. It's called the Nina and the Pinta and the Santa Maria. Yeah, and instead I was thinking of the coolest shit ever. I'm a great daydreamer. And that's what we spend, you know, you're an artist. We spend our our lives in our inner worlds and daydreaming and and imagining things and whatnot. that is something so cool about and like we're nowhere near there yet but the the digital world something cool about that is we are getting closer and closer to a world where we can step into people's imaginations and right oh, now it's yeah. in the form of your amazing. social media page and website and stuff but once it goes into full virtual it's like hey welcome to my world and then sometimes it's like did you just get this from squarespace or sometimes people (laughs) notice like oh you built this world yourself you didn't just take the squarespace uh louvre or whatever yeah 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 i well i hope i'm not overhyping my inner world because when uh, that'll be (laughs) for the big reveal all right are you guys ready and then it's it's just monkeys on unicycles, of course. <laughs> My favorite thing. Um, <laughs> I would stay for a couple of hours. <laughs> then I'd be like, oh, I got to go. I left the oven on in my world. <laughs> That's the one problem with my world. Still doesn't have an automatic oven shut off. 
your world has some weak ass ovens. Um, all right. So here we go. And again, this is just, uh, this is just, you can just Google this one. This one is psychcentral.com. There's a bunch of these, like, like the, the scientists I asked, it's just like, ah, there's a bunch of these things. They're probably fine enough. You know, wasn't vouching for it or anything. And just sent me a link to this one. Um, and I just, I think she just did a quick Google search, but it, it looks like I looked at the, the, the formal test that's proprietary or whatever. And it's, uh, and this is, this is much, this, this I believe is much, much, much shorter than the personality research, um, test by the way, which is like 300 questions. Mm. I think this one is very, very short. I think this is like 20 questions or something. That's like short that. as fuck. Not, not even, or 15. And so I say that because we can expand as much as we want without having to worry about running out of time. Um, so how often do you have difficulty sustaining your attention while doing something for work, school, a hobby, or a fun activity? Example, remaining focused during lectures, lengthy reading, or conversations. Is it one a percent? Oh, sorry. It's never, rarely, sometimes, or often. Often. Yeah, I'm an often. I'm an always. Yeah, I was going to say, if where's the always? One. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like you said, I mean, that's such a human condition thing. And most people are going to just be hard on the, I mean, there are people that are phenomenal listeners, um, for sure. And I'm not one of them, but, and they probably recognize that about themselves. Um, how often are you easily distracted by external stimuli, like something in your environment or unrelated thoughts? often oh yeah that's like that's that's super often that's i'm like off the charts on that one um all right uh how often i have a feeling we're going to get we're gonna be all o's here i i have a feeling um we're gonna get a key to the city i mean should we talk about these at all so so i i mean Again, something in your environment or unrelated thoughts. One, so one thing, one thing about listening that try as as someone who has annoyed a number of people by my inability to listen well, mostly girlfriends of mine. It's understand, and it's like it's something that I admit is a deficit. I wish I wish I was better at it, and I have to, you know, be like, please don't. I'm working on it and please don't take it personally. It's not that I'm not interested, but one of the things that I especially noticed with here we are is that one there there's distracting thoughts of like pressure or, Oh man, I don't have a good question coming mm. up or how much time is there? There, there are distracting thoughts like that. Sure. And, and I, I would qualify those as being, truly like distracted even though they're they're often not all that disruptive you learn to i learned to just i'm used to that i'm used to just like oh i'm just beating myself up a little bit forget about that and i can come back to it but the main thing 
that I think is a part of the human condition and a part of how learning works. If you're really doing it well and you want uh, to have retention and especially someone like, like you or I, who, you know, our livelihood is our, in articulating these things is you hear something new and your brain goes to work on like processing that new, that thing that you were, you were listening. And then you heard something really interesting. At least this happens to me all the time. I hear something really interesting. And then my mind goes off building worlds about this new thing that I just thought of. And I'm thinking, how would I explain this to someone else? Which is a great way to learn if you can teach it, you know, to someone else. And if you can phrase it in your own way, and and if you can make it make sense to you and if you can make your own connections based on that new piece of information, your retention is going to be so much better um, for those for the, those wonderful moments in which I have. And those are those are like those are my favorite moments when like someone maybe just blew my mind. But the thing is, is that now I'm like wrapped up in that like oh man, that was so fascinating. And now my mind's going in a million different directions, processing that, thinking about the implications of that new information, perceiving the world in a new way. And from the outside, it can seem like, oh, this person hasn't been listening for the last two minutes. That's true. I wasn't. But it's because I was listening (laughs) super hard and very interested in what you were actually saying is so much so that I was like coming up with new questions about it. Yeah. And there's the opposite end of the spectrum where do you ever try to overcorrect or you don't try to overcorrect, but you end up overcorrecting and that you like, I'm just going to listen and I'm not going to do the thought cloud in my head without the daydream journey of tying the things Mm -hmm. together. And then they finish talking and you're like, oh, I was just in listening mode and now I have no (laughs) thoughts on things because I was just literally just taking it in and now I'm just kind of here. And that version sucks too. So it's that like, how do you, how do you keep one foot out? on the shore and then one foot in the ocean of ideas and like going off and or having an anchor at least so you know to bring back some stuff that's such an excellent question and and again we're stuck at the same point that you brought up earlier which is like where's where's the line what is i mean i guess they're they're trying to define a line by having you know never rarely sometimes often or whatever but that but but even even as we're discussing what is what is attention it's itself like like as social animals we just seem to think of attention as this external thing and man there there's a there's a lot of people that that uh that don't give attention to their inner worlds oh yeah i just learned the last year that there's some people that don't think in their head or at least say they do they only thought have thoughts as they speak which is so bizarre to me that is so bizarre to me too and but there's people that report that and i believe them it's like sometimes you ask someone uh, like i always i thought the same thing with like suicidal thoughts i was like oh everyone has these right and then some people like no i'm telling you just never like 
you mean intellectually thought of it like okay but like never once have i like thought about killing myself like i'm not lying i just haven't i'm like i believe that that hasn't happened to you but but that's 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 a little more understandable because suicide's evolutionarily strange for an Mm. organism to think of anyway but to not have a mind's eye running various simulations um about about future outcomes yeah are these just npcs are these people that don't have a soul and they just are like in this reality and then they blink out (laughs) we die i think that there is a major difference in um in uh how visual um people like you and i are you probably more than me even but i i think of my 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 mind's eye is is especially vivid and i can i can picture things really well whereas a lot of people just can't got it oh nice took me a minute but i got it too (laughs) (laughs) like wait a minute that's a rhinoceros head and then i flipped it and then i fixed the blue giraffe Took me a minute. <laughs> that's just they have, that's how they test it. They just have a timer. Yeah. How, how fast? Well, that will be cool once you have the MRI thing and you can actually, you know, that share that actually is able to then illustrate your inner worlds They've and your got dreams. That? And no, like once like I don't know how far Neuralink about. is. Like I know Neuralink and MRI are not the same thing, and uh, but well, just be able to to broadcast because brain brain waves are a real thing. That's not a woo woo thing. Like you actually have, right. and they even sold a thing at the dollar store that a video game that you control with brain waves. It's probably not a hundred percent yeah accurate but like you you make the thing shoot like when you think about shooting it there's neurofeedback i mean they have for people that for people that had um uh you know various um like paralysis or whatever where they can't talk people like in in conditions like stephen hawking's um lou garrick's they i think yeah where but he had, but he also, like, he could talk and then he got pneumonia somewhere along the way. And then there's, like, a surgery that happened. And he, he that's when he lost his voice and everything. And, but, but you can, I guess you can train people. You can show them pictures of things like house and, like, different kinds of food and stuff. And then you have, and then, and you're giving them an MRI or whatever. And then you're having them, um, look at that and register that and then imagine saying those words and then it picks up on what like specific region of the brain is saying the word salad or whatever inching closer and closer so then so then you can just say the computer can just say things by thinking it talent with your mind which by the way that's they have much better so stephen hawking one he just kept that he kept his the people, same his voice brand. that he had because it was I, his brand. Did I tell you that my first experience uh, knowing who Stephen Hawking was was during one of those like uh, 
space shows and he was talking on it. And then my, I forget if it was my mom or my dad, but said like, that's, that's the smartest man uh, in the world. And I just remember thinking like, oh, that's mean, but that's, that's hilarious though. You're, you're really funny, but that's, come on, that's mean. You shouldn't be making jokes like that. And then I learned like, oh no, it actually is a guy with a, uh, like neurological atrophy, muscular uh, disease thing, yeah. and he can only communicate with that. But like, it's such a contrast because you just don't. You think Albert Einstein and at the chalkboard, and you have an archetype of the smartest man in the world, yeah, and yeah. then you see this guy talking through the computer, and he's drooling, and he's got the big glasses, and his eyes are shooting all over the place. Yeah, I guess he. My first serious relationship. Um, that, you know, lasted for some time was, uh, she had gone to Caltech and, uh, and Hawking was there and he would, he would be like wheeling around and, in whatever on campus. And he would, he would intentionally like try to run people over and stuff oh, for a joke funny. like I'm someone which is a hilarious thing to oh, do oh I love him even more <laughs> yeah uh, he was a little bit of an asshole um he he left he stole so the he left his wife he, for his niece or something no worse than that um what well that was a not, joke answer okay yeah, I want to hear the worst well, niece is bad, I guess, depending on age. But uh, there, there's been there's been genius like Char- Charles Darwin, Albert Einstein. They both married their cousins. Um, but uh, but there's only a thousand humans back then. Yeah, that's like true. it's either your cousin or <laughs> the enemy. <laughs> So what happened was, I hope I'm recalling this okay. Um, so so he has Lou Gehrig's, he's, he's deteriorating, and then he gets pneumonia. You know, he's a, his immune system's weak, and he gets pneumonia on top of it. He nearly dies. He's rushed. They have these emergency surgeries and stuff. They're trying to save the smartest person oh, yeah. on the planet. He's had his feet on the welcome mat of, of death for a long time. Yeah, he he set the Guinness Book of World Records for living the longest with uh, Luke Eriks by like by like decades. Yeah, I believe because um, of like he lucked out, or do you think it was because he was famous and he got extra attention? Probably maybe a little both. both. Yeah, and maybe yeah, fuck if I know. Um, but uh, but he so so then he lost his ability to talk. And then, and he was, I think he could write a little bit and then he was losing that. And so someone reached out to this guy that was working on this revolutionary new, um, like computer system way of, you know, using a thing to select little words like, Hey, we have this very special person that's like a a brilliant mind and really need uh, wondering if you can help. And the person is like, is it Stephen Hawking? And they're like, yeah. And he was like, absolutely. Built Stephen Hawking his first thing so he could talk again. Stephen Hawking stole that dude's wife. Oh, (laughs) that's that's not bad. That's like I would be impressed as fuck. It's she belongs to you, my friend. 
<laughs> he built his voice for him. He, no, you're okay with that? Does his dick even like, like work not, at all? That's not like it couldn't work. <laughs> there's no way it could work unless there's like a steel rod they implanted in it, which even more respect. Respect to the rod, <laughs> but you build the the way to communicate and like the the everything, and then he uses that technology to like out charm <laughs> the person who already like not just girlfriend, your wife, someone already committed to you, supposedly someone who loved you, or maybe he just was neglectful towards her while he was building the machine, <laughs> and she's like, "I'll show you. You don't like you don't show up to our dinner dates anymore. You don't listen to me. This uh, guy must be pretty important. You're yeah. spending all day a spite this. marriage. Like I'm gonna marry the guy that you built this thing for while you were ignoring me. I don't understand anything about black holes. I don't like giving him sponge bath. The steel rod dick doesn't do it for me. But I'm leaving you." And she was she was awful to him, so it got it got him back. She was like wildly abusive and stuff. I guess I guess she would like walk out of the room during a fight and unplug uh, the thing. I think she would also like maybe hit him sometimes and With sometimes a like threaten to drop. <laughs> <laughs> Entropy is the fundamental fate of the entire cosmos. Shut up. The universe is going to expand forever, old man. <sighs> but uh, the so then he and then and then they started, uh, you know, decades went by and they started advancing all this technology. Like I said, there are people that exist today that can think of a word. It's a limited vocabulary, you know. It's not perfect, but. They can think of a word. They have a thing hooked in. They're paralyzed. They can just think of a word and the computer will say it for them in whatever voice that they, you know, yeah. way, UK ways English. or whatever can, yeah, UK or Elvis English too. or whatever. <laughs> I like taking, uh, I like doing text to speech. Me and my friends used to like write the most horrible, disgusting like sentences you could imagine yeah. and then give it to a text to speech translator. Yeah. And then have the lady or the guy or whatever, like read it. Yep. And you just send that MP3 to your friend and you you laugh it up. But what's really fun is giving it to the French one, like give English to the French one, give it to the Hindi one, like make make the accent voice read the mm -hmm. thing. That's a fun yeah, game yeah. too. Well, they do like celebrity ones and stuff now too. Oh, so damn. you can do like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think like Oscar the Grouch or like things like that. Um, there was a a demo of a deep fake voice thing where they got Jordan Peele to say a sentence that he never spoke, like using really? just like 15 seconds of his voice. They managed to use the deep audio to synthesize a completely new sentence. And it sounded just like him. And that was like five Whoa. years ago. So who knows where it's at now? Amazing. Hmm. I can't wait to be. But a that's not fake. real time, though, because the. The other ones, like for the paralyzed people and stuff, that's you need it real yeah. time. The point is, is that they had because he he eventually lost use use of his hand, um, so he couldn't he couldn't dial the thing up anymore, and then had be wheeled completely. And then he had he had like one muscle left in one of his cheeks, and they would put the thing on that muscle, and he had just like do 
an Elvis thing and move that muscle a little bit. And that's how he would select from all these, like he would go to categories of Holy words balls. and then, and that's how he wrote books and shit. He and like wrote pot, about pot. like black hole <laughs> dynamics using one muscle in his cheek. Yeah. Holy shit. And Did there he really? Better or like, options. Yes. But he also probably had, I mean, it, help. it's not like, yeah, he yeah, had, he had help. help to. Yeah, for like sure. His research assistants probably be like this paragraph good. And I, then he would go. I, I believe he wrote um, the, let's see. Theory of Everything. Well, brief. Well, or a lot no, of people have a movie book called Theory on. of Everything. The, My the big brief, show. The Brief History of Time is, was, what year? That's right. Brief History of Time. Um, 1988. Yeah, he, he was still writing at that at that time and so it's it's not like his most fundamental work was um written by someone else um but uh but yeah when so if you saw him in interviews and stuff it was because the uh, like in in modern years uh it was because that the questions were ahead of time and the answers were already written because it would uh, otherwise it would take him i think he could say like four words a minute or something like that and so they they would script it all ahead of time for him one but word every 15 seconds it was mostly because he was stubborn and didn't want he didn't like learning new technology he didn't like want to learn a new thing like how my dad uses a flip phone because he doesn't want to learn how to do a smartphone oh that's like funny. that but for his fucking voice can you imagine and you're a scientist that knows about black holes and and is trying to get humanity off earth and things like that and like eh, i don't want to learn this like new app yeah, but also if it if the cost of that is like also you don't get to talk while you're learning this, it's trial by fire. It's probably like, yeah, you know, maybe. the first time was so traumatic that I'm just kind of done. I should be dead now. Um maybe. I'm going to ride this thing out. That's his The yeah, rumor was he is a rather stubborn person though. Um yeah. and and some odd regards but. i wonder if he was fundamentally maybe bad tempered or whatever thing you want to label it or how much of it is the frustration at having so much of your facilities taken away mm -hmm. where you're just like uh you're lucky i'm even this nice like i should just be using this to curse all existence instead of writing about brief history of time just fuck you fuck everything fuck the cosmos <laughs> fuck black holes fuck this wife that i stole from the guy that made this thing that i'm using to tell you to fuck off <laughs> but he did um, he used it to be kind of nice uh, uh okay he had what was this uh there's i'm trying to find this related thing the diving bell and the butterfly is a book i think that there's a book that someone wrote like in a like partial coma or something like that where what do you call it the it? diving bell and the butterfly sounds like a dream state locked in locked in 
escape. What was anyway? I'm trying to think of. I, I think it's, I think someone has written a book from like some state where they hooked them up to something or other so they could get a book out of them. Oh, or that's what it was. It was like through blinking. Someone wrote a book through blinking. Um, I'm going to look it up. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. The diving bell and the butterfly. Yep. Damn. So they um, wrote it with Morse code with their eyes. Or yeah. binary or whatever uh thing. Or you maybe it's lock a, in syndrome. It's a carousel of words and you blink when you want to stop. Maybe that's how they do it. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I think you'd I think you like point at all the letters on the alphabet and then you blink when they get to the one that you like blink mm. twice when they get to the letter that the and then all the words that start with that drop like on on Stephen Hawking's it was it was like the most likely words you know it was like it was like early editions of autofill stuff yeah um but yeah this this person blinked 200,000 times to write a book that's exhausting they've got to have like eye drops (laughs) just like ivs right up there their their eyelids are just fucking jacked (laughs) (laughs) yeah they can lift weights with their eyelashes because of it just the world's strongest lids um all right have you tried so, the not to get too far off into this tangent no, we no. gotta do more questions but, but have you tried adhd episode we can get as we far do. off as we it'd There's... be weird if this was the one episode that we were <laughs> hyper focused on yeah so it what just we shows said? we're just contrarians but in virtual reality there's some apps that have a thing where you don't even need to blink to click you just focus on the thing and then it shows the little countdown. So it's like, if you want to click that link, you just look at it for a bit and then it goes to the link. Mm. So you don't even need your hands. You don't even need your eyelids. You just need to point your eyes to the to the link and then you travel that way. Wow. Some meditation ones too, where, where you go on this like meditation journey on this fictional 3D CGI garden universe. Like you just point your eyes and then you travel in the direction your eyes go it's very relaxing but there's yeah oh no there was no but uh the the but was going to be but there are some questions at hand there are well there's i was going to say there's there's kids now that are you know raised on tablets that when they see their first book or magazine or whatever they try to enlarge. Yeah, they try to. They try to enlarge it, and it just doesn't. It, it doesn't work intuitively. Um, and there's probably going to be stuff like that, like if as that as that continues to advance, like the thing that you were just talking about, as that continues to advance, it's going to be. It's going to be so irritating when you blink, and the and when you're done blinking, the thing <laughs> didn't show up that you wanted to that you've come to depend on showing up like or the person you tried you to blink block. in a certain way yeah the person you tried to block is still there because you blink twice yeah. to block a person from your social feed <laughs> and then they're still there and you're like what get out of here um all right next question is how often do you avoid dislike or are reluctant to engage in tasks that require sustained mental effort or thought. 
One hundred percent. Yeah, of course. I mean, what what are we talking about here? You know, I will say that if I asked my parents or something this question, or or I have some Type A friends, if I asked these questions, I think that they'd be like, never. Yeah, most of the working uh, world, maybe not all, but a large portion of people with real jobs that do honest work probably have that. And then all the artsy people probably score very low on this mm-hmm. or very high on the inability to focus, the high on the daydreaming, high on openness, I guess. See, of of the things, so we've done three questions so far. The first two is like, like that's not even an issue. Like that, it, to me, to me that it's it's questionable to me that those are indicating any kind of a deficit of any kind of trait that you would be easily distracted or whatever. But the the avoiding, disliking, reluctant that is something that is very saliently costly and it doesn't mean we don't get over the hump but it means that there's always a hump it's always like oh how am i gonna find the way to go focus right right and then sometimes it's easy um how big yawn i haven't had a big yawn like that in some time all right um that was a gold medal yawn. How how often do you have trouble listening to someone, even when they are speaking directly to you, like your mind is somewhere else? I'll go medium on that. Yeah, you're. I think you're a pretty good listener. Or I might even go low, because I don't really wander So it's while. never rarely, sometimes, or often. Rarely? I'll go rarely. I listen. Rarely? I think you're a great listener. I'm going to do... And often for myself. You're going to be go all the way to often? <laughs> yeah, maybe you Dude, are. I mean, I can focus here. I can focus on here we are. And, um, you know, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. Ugh. But if it's like someone telling I you about I want to give day. myself a sometimes, but... I don't think that would be being honest with myself. Often is 51%. 51% is often. Well, I think it's I think it's more like the top 75%, you know. I think it's split up into four, so thinking about it that way. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have this thing um that I noticed from playing pickleball with all these old people. Um, which is that it's not even that I'm not interested in hearing about someone or their life. I just don't want them to ask me questions <laughs> and I don't want to talk about myself. Like I don't, like it's been, like it just got out recently that I'm a comedian. Oh no. I've been going there for like a year because it's awful. It's like, there's already this one person there that's like, Shows up the next day. You should. You could do pickleball skits. Maybe we could do a show at the court. I'm like, no. Like this is why I don't talk, and it's unfortunate because it's not. You know, it's like I don't have anything against them, and and also like I get that people just can't fucking process that they've 
met someone that's a stand-up comedian and think it's like a big deal or neat or an interesting field or whatever all things that i no longer think about myself at all (laughs) so it's like so it's but but whatever i get it and but it's it's like if i engage with someone they're just going to ask me and i also don't mind talking about um talking i don't mind having an interesting conversation about what i actually do in my craft and my interests of what i what i mind is shit exactly like that which is like you gonna do skits yeah you're gonna tell this joke you're gonna tell this joke about the way i served the ball and it's fucking unbearable and i and it's i it's so it it just makes me cringe so much that I can't I can't even mask it. It's like pretty <laughs> clear that I don't like it when it happens. Um and and it's awful. And I don't and I'm not trying to like, oh, those people are idiots for doing that. I'm not trying to be judgmental or anything, but it just it's so fucking painful. Yeah. I think um, every comedian feels that way. And yeah, I'm I've always thought of it like you want people to have heard of you or at least the people that would be into you, but you never want to tell someone what you are. Like yeah, you want people yeah. to know about you because they found you. Like if someone saw you on the pickleball court and be like, Shane, Oh shit, it is you. Hey, I don't yeah. want to bother you. And not like it's always a hierarchical hierarchical thing that you're the right. better thing. And they're the fan. Like it could be uh, a person who's like the best chef in the world. So maybe they're a higher hierarchy than you. But they still be like, oh, I know you from YouTube. I know you from Conan. I'm a big fan. I've loved the Amazon movie Psychonautics. All right, get out of here. Come by my restaurant if you ever want to have a a, a tomahawk steak. <laughs> we just introduced <laughs> that one. All right, stay fresh later. But when it's like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a comedian. Like Seinfeld, like Kevin Hart. Yeah, Have you it's... ever told the joke about fucking your own ass? Oh. <laughs> it's, it, no they don't it, it, that part of the problem is is that they have n- they haven't even considered how many jokes i've told about <laughs> fucking my own ass that's the problem yeah they, they think it's like knock knock jokes or something that i tell um not even just comedy i guess music to any entertainment you'd you'd want people to have heard of you and not have to explain what a silly career you are. Yeah. And again, I don't mind having a, like an actual genuine conversation um, about it, but it's, it's the, it's the wanting jokes and, and also just thinking it's so painful. Like I get that it's just spotlight effect, but when there's a certain personality that just assumes like, oh, you're going to be doing jokes about me now, huh? Like, wow, you are. Never is that person interesting. Never. Never once has that person been an interesting person that I'm going to, like, write material about. Or And I don't make fun of, I mean, I make fun of groups of people, but I don't, I, I can't think of, like, instances where i've made fun i don't know but anyway whatever um so so part of it is with trouble listening is like i won't engage in conversations with strangers because i don't want 
I don't want it to get there because I have like PTSD from that. Like a lot of comics do. Mm. Um, you get told a lot so. of racist jokes or just not funny ones too on the road. Oh, it's like, yeah. let me tell you this joke and they sneak you off in the corner. Oh. oh man. I wish I could think of this joke. It's this fucking guy from, uh, I, I'm not even going to say it in case it, someone from pickleball happens <laughs> to be listening. Someone told me this awful, awful, awful street joke. And most of the people there are fucking awesome and like have regular conversations. But there's, there's been, so far there's been like three doozies. And that's like, oh, that's why I work so hard to avoid this. Um, so anyway, the next question is, how often do you have difficulty organizing an activity or tasks needing to be done? Uh, example, poor time management, fails to meet deadlines, difficulty managing sequ sequential tasks. Hmm. I don't think I miss deadlines if they're real, but if they're my own deadlines, I miss all of them. But if I tell another person, I'll have this to you by August 7th, then I can have it to them by August 7th at midnight. You're rarely or a, a sometimes. Or you're not a often or a never. I'll go sometimes on this. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think I think that you're right on the fence there. Yeah. Um, I think I'm definitely... I'm over the fence into sometimes. I I don't think that I'm. I actually do put a lot of shit together that I don't give myself that much credit for. Um, oh yeah. So I probably, I, I probably the first time I took this test, I I put myself down for an often, because I remember getting the highest score on all of the questions in the official test when I took it years ago. Um. Oh, how often? I don't know why I'm yawning. Sorry, audience. I know it's <laughs> contagious. Um, I'm enjoying this conversation. How often do you fail to give close attention to details or make careless mistakes in things such as schoolwork, at work, or during other activities? Um, rarely. I'm pretty precise. Yeah, you're pretty precise. I'm gonna. Oops. Let's see. Almost marked the wrong one. I'm going to put me down for sometimes. Yeah. Uh, make careless mistake. Yeah. I better do a sometimes for that one. It's not often. That's yeah. something. That's an improvement. I'm getting, I'm definitely, it gets easier, I think, as you get older. Um, a lot of these things i'm hoping i'm hoping they continue to get a little easier for me yeah especially because um, we don't do school work if we had to do school work who knows maybe it would be riddled with mistakes trying to figure yeah. out common core math and learn I take whatever. a lot of online courses i do okay okay then you don't have it you're like sometimes to rarely yeah i'm I, i'm that one i feel more on the fence but i still got to give myself a sometimes but that's that's the been the the closest to rarely that i've been so far how often do you forget to do something you do all the time such as missing an appointment or paying a bill sometimes yeah i better throw down a sometimes which 
that's uh is that an often for me like i'll forget rent and i'll be like oh i've got more money yeah. than i thought and i'm like wait a minute i don't yeah yeah i don't have it mm-hmm. yeah i uh missing an appointment i'm gonna put me down for an often uh yeah i better yeah it's not um, stuff like brushing your teeth or anything like that that you remember yeah but. yeah how often do you lose misplace or damage something that's necessary in order to get things done rarely like your phone eyeglasses paperwork wallet keys rarely i've got I a system a i've got a key rack I've got phone charger station. I think I might have. Hmm, can I give myself a rarely on this? Name an example. <sighs> what do you forget? I mean, I never forget my wallet or keys. Um, I often have to come back to the house for something. I, I forget a... Here's something that I, I used to, on the road, I would forget, um, like, clothes in a closet in a hotel. Lost a lot of shirts that way. But that's also, you're in a different environment. You forgot that you were... That That's one thing, when I can't find something, it's usually because I put it where it's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And my, my present self never always underestimates my past self and always assumed that my past self would have never put a thing yeah where it would it's never be in the freezer go. i would never put my phone in the freezer but you did no like 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 if something goes in a specific drawer i assume it's not in that specific drawer when it actually is when i actually oh, put opposite. it where it's supposed to go yeah exact opposite yeah, Man. I don't put phones. But with in the, the hotel thing, don't you have anxiety? Like I just look everywhere. I'm lifting up the toilet no. seat. I'm looking in the toilet bowl. I'm looking under the the sheets. I'm looking under the mattress. Like I'm paranoid that I'm leaving just yeah, I my like antipsychosis very... medicine that I forgot that I take. Uh, yeah, I I'm living a do you have psychosis? No, medicine? but I mean I'm that paranoid where it's like, what if I'm forgetting yeah, medicine I'm that makes me forgetful? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like phone yeah. chargers is a big one it's like what if amazing. i left what if i left my other phone charger here find out that that would suck to get older and like and find out that because everyone ages differently but that would be a bummer to do the memento thing where you have to wake up each day and there's like a note on a bottle that's like yeah. take this in your handwriting like <laughs> okay yeah Fred is a liar. Don't believe his lies or whatever the dude's <laughs> name is. But it would be fun to do once. Like I've often entertained the the idea that I'm just remembering my life right now and I'm on my deathbed, my deathbed, mm -hmm. and yeah, I, me too. Yeah, it's it's all like happening again, and then eventually I'm gonna snap out of it and be like, "But I was mm -hmm. there. It was so real." And now I must say goodbye to all of you, my family of yeah. eight hundred childrens and half. Martian uh, offspring. Yeah, I wonder what that is. I wonder what that is in the brain that makes one feel that way. Because I think it's, I think it's pretty common. Ooh. 
Jesus, why am I? Yeah, it's a sleepy so day, huh? I don't know what's going on with me. Um, I'm also I'm not I don't feel tired and I'm enjoying myself. I think I just got a I got that one big one in, and then I guess there was just l- some leftover or something. Yeah, I don't know what happened. We should do a yawning <laughs> episode. Like, what does yawning mean? Is it to signal to the tribe that it's time to go to bed? Is it a leftover thing from taking in oxygen when you're uh, too tired? So it's like you inhale a lot of oxygen and go. <gasps> I remember in Boston, there was this weird, there's this new comic that would just yawn after all of his punchlines and stuff, which I think was like sort of a self-defense mechanism, sort of like a gimmicky thing or whatever. But it was sort of funny yeah it got a little old but it's just like like delivering a very good joke and then yawning after wasn't uncle lair right laughing i think uncle lair kind of did something like that Mm. no i don't know i don't know who that is um all right next question is how often do you have trouble following through on instructions or failing to finish schoolwork chores Duties of the workplace, you start a task but quickly lose focus and are easily sidetracked. That's it. I'm I'm rarely. I'm more about not starting the thing, but once I'm doing it, yeah. the dishes are getting 100% done. If I start a stack of bills, it's getting 100% done. I'll I'll finish That's great. the thing to completion. I won't just get up and work on something else. That's dumb. My hands are dishy. Why would I go type if my hands are dishy? Mm, I'm an often there. Mm, you'll stop doing got, the dishes and just go like play Pac-Man I, or something. I got a lot of things going on. I, I I'll just work. I skip around quite a bit on my on my tasks, and I always want to do. I always want to work on whatever task. So sometimes, like right now, I'm playing this game. Teach you. That's like Pikachu? kind of like euchre. Oh, T I C. H U. It's like um spades or hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh it's a super fun game. And I'm on a little bit of a kick, but usually I I so my like knowing myself, my hack with being distracted and and switching tasks too much is that I have a rule about just like I can switch tasks as long as it's on to another task. Mm. So I can't stay on a task for very long, but I can switch. I can just do whatever productive thing that I want. The problem with it is, is that I never check off the main thing because Mm. whatever the main thing is, that's what I don't want to do. I want to do anything else. You ever hear that? I'm always just doing everything else. I think it's a Joseph Campbell quote and it's the treasure lies in the cave you least wish to enter. Yeah. So the yeah. main task is the cave that you don't want to mm-hmm. go in. And that's where it's all at. But we'll pick like, no, I'll do, I'll check the mail first before I pay that yeah. bill. I'll go jog. I'll go run for office. I'll go hit that homeless person on the way home. I'll go buy mm-hmm. peaches. But then eventually you didn't do the task. Buying peaches is ridiculous, especially when you have so many homeless people to hit on the way home. Um, how often are you unable to play or engage in leisurely activities quietly? Does that mean I'm like making sound effects? 
I think rarely. <laughs> I think I can be quiet and play stuff. Uh, that is that is an odd Fuck question. <laughs> it does sound like a little kid that's the caricature of ADHD. It's like he keeps making sound effects. He doesn't do his schoolwork. He's like just all over the place. Even me, who claims to have a weird kind of Tourette's that is just a part of the normal condition, at least in Bill Burr's life, uh, doesn't <laughs> make noises while they're engaged in leisurely activities. These are extreme ones, so I think yeah. these ones are there so that it highlights the people with lots of ADHD. Yeah. You're yeah. making sound effects while you're playing leisurely. How often do you have difficulty waiting your turn, such as while waiting in line? Easy. Some people do the thing where they give off a vibe. They kind of huff and puff. Mm -hmm. I don't even check my phone. I look at like Us Weekly, look at the gum, seeing what's going on there, seeing mm -hmm. what new type of rhesus they've come out with. Like there's so much yeah. to look at in the in the line. Even if it's a boring place like the DMV, you just kind of force yourself to engage in a meditation. I got to put myself down for a rarely. I would be a never, but with driving, I feel like I feel like driving kind of fits in that criteria. Oh, maybe I'm a sometimes then. Okay. Often on the road, rarely when I'm not in a car. The car does something else. The car does something else. Well, let's let's both put ourselves down for a rarely. How about? Okay. But I don't know. Sometimes. I'll take the rarely. Yeah, take... Well, because... Because that's a... First off, everyone is a lunatic when they're driving. Um, and I've certainly been in the passenger seat where I'm like, oh, well, I feel a lot better about my disposition while driving um but uh a lot of people cannot handle a line like a, a line for a store a line for coffee line at uh, like a drive-through yeah, or it's anything fun seeing like someone that rage that out can't handle that and i have zero problem with those lines whatsoever those lines in, unless i'm just like running crazy late for something and i'm in the tsa line and it's an hour longer than it's supposed to be and i'm gonna miss a flight it's it's like such a rare occasion usually i am super chill i'm down to wait i'm a waiter i'm i'm into waiting yeah nothing wrong with a good wait mm-hmm um, my, my impatience is with, uh, with people like, uh, like, um, people not getting things, not, not, um, not understanding. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my impatience. Not, not with like line, physical mm. line type situations. I was at a Lassen's once, which is like a fancy organic Silver Lake hipster green PC uh, grocery store and the cash register stopped working for a bit and they were trying to figure it out so the lines froze and the line like just went all the way to the middle of the cereal aisle and so many people were just like can, can you believe this but in my head I'm like this is a every single person in here is extremely privileged just for walking into this building and not shopping at the dollar store across the street 
Yeah, and yeah. So it's like you just you don't get to be upset while being in a fancy hipster uh, organic grocery store. You just don't. Yeah. So yeah, I commend outlook. myself for being so temperate during that moment. <laughs> I was looking around and judging the people who were being upset. I'm like, you guys should be cool like me. I am exercising gratitude right now internally, not huffing and puffing. <laughs> that is something to be proud of. Yeah. I mean, I don't go there it's... often, but I was in there while that happened. So, and I did have items I was going to buy that cost more than they should. Yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, I huff and puff with like social media or like interactions or That's something. That's kind of like a car, that. isn't Definitely it? not. Because you're not in a car, you're not yourself, and you're also dealing yeah. with people who are not themselves. They are the car. And then in social media, you get in a car that is like your avatar, your account, and then you're up yeah. against these other cars, and it's all a big traffic jam, and everyone's a stupider version of themselves. So it's like, come on, I mean, get out of the fucking conspiracy lane, you fuck. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people say things in real life that like, upset me sometimes but yeah I'm, I'm not a huff and puffer I, I i usually yeah i'm not a big huff and puffer uh how often do you feel like you're on the go acting as if you're driven by a motor uh you're unable to be comfortable being still for an extended period of time such as in a restaurant or meeting um Zero. I can sit still. I can stay in bed all day. I mm. can, um, yeah, maybe zero to sometimes. You're never. Yeah. Well, it's never rarely, sometimes, and often. I'm. I'm gonna put down a rarely for myself. I've put you down for a never, because it's like I feel like never means is still like the bottom twenty five percent. Split into four. I think it's just poor choice of words. It, it should have just been one, two, three, or four. Yeah. Um, how often do you leave your seat in situations when remaining seat uh, seated? Wait, I gotta read this again. How often do you leave your seat in situations when remaining seated is expected? Um, so leaving your place in the office or workplace. Rarely. I mean, we all have to go to the bathroom sometimes, but I don't get up and, oh, this is, this is funny. Like I had a meeting or it's not that funny, but it is a story that I choose to tell at a uh, dynasty typewriter. I was meeting with Jamie and Vanessa and Vanessa is like always on the go and like doing stuff. And in the middle of the meeting, she's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I need to finish this puzzle. So I'm still going to be listening and talking, but just the put and isn't even asking for permission, but just goes and starts finishing this giant jigsaw puzzle because like just <laughs> has to be doing stuff. So like that would be yeah. someone that needs to get up and run around and has all that kinetic energy. Yeah. People do that with their phone. You know what? I'm going to switch this and put, uh, I still better do it rarely. I almost switched mine after you told that story. I almost switched me from a rarely to a never because it's not that I never look at my phone like out to eat or whatever, but I'm pretty damn good at not looking at my phone if I'm around people. I do it. I guess I 
do a pickleball or whatever. But if I'm out to eat with a friend or whatever else, yeah, I, I'm not on my phone. Yeah. Um, and the phone's the easiest. That like jigsaw puzzles sort of fucking ridiculous but now it's 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 also just kind of socially acceptable that everyone pulls their phone out too so there's not even the same like social you know judgment and rudeness attached to it so people just feel very it's kind of ridiculous don't don't you think it's like a hair sad when you when you go to a restaurant or something and there's just three people all just on their phones yeah, but table, also we're not past, talking with one another. What's what's weird is that the sad is that there kind of isn't restaurants right now. I guess some restaurants are open, but yeah, like yeah. we're still kind of closed off here. But counterpoint to that, I might be wrong with this, but the same couple that would just be on the phone and not engaging with each other, they might have been silent 30 years ago. Just been sitting there and not speaking to each other and then this way at least they're doing that but also it is more of a distraction and we are it's a temptation to devolve into your worst self yeah by going for the i mean if you're playing a game with like if you're playing words with friends or something with your lady at a restaurant like all right I, i feel like you can do that but i don't know um no it is rude though yeah. How often do you blurt out an answer before a question has been completed? <laughs> Completing another person's sentence or can't wait your turn in a conversation. You're a patient one. Yeah, but I do say the answer before it comes out. And this might just be in the context really? of the relationship. I might, I'm trying to do it less. Not because she says I should do it less, but I'm just catching myself. Yeah. Like she's telling me a story and it's like, I just heard this story about Molly Shannon. And then like before she even says it, I just go, oh, the airplane story, the one from when she was a kid, the one. And then it's like, no, it wasn't that one. It's a completely different story. Yeah. You don't have to jump in and guess that quick. That's kind of being engaged, though. I don't know. I I would I would rate you pretty low on this you're not a well i mean you're good on i guess you if it's accepted oh on this show but it's like i mean it's like if you didn't the show would suck that's true in the context of on podcasts i do try to keep it moving and i think interruptions are more acceptable than in real life just because uh i i like them i like I would put you pretty darn low. I, I give me a rarely. Like, okay, I'll give you a rarely. Give me rare, not I, blue rare, just rare. I think that I'm gonna put myself down for a rarely. I think that I like here we are requires a great deal of attention. I'm usually like pretty tired after I finish a episode. Um. And I feel like it's pretty mentally demanding. And I think that I let my guests talk quite a bit. Though there's some episodes where I'm just like in a different mood and I butt in quite a bit more. But I don't know. I think I have that balance right. And definitely in real life, I just don't talk that much in 
social situations. Mm. So I'm like mostly just listening to whatever. And I'm actually, I'm not a good listener, like one-on-one, like engaged in the conversation, but I am a good listener, like people watching eavesdropping mm. and like being mindful of the situation for sure. Cause like you're really taking it good. in. It's not being sold yeah. to you. Yeah. So the yeah, other day yeah. I was getting off the bus, but it wasn't the bus I normally take. And it wasn't even the stop I normally yeah. take. And I told you about my friend, Sharon, right? Not that Sharon, the other Sharon. Are you listening? Are you listening to my story about Sharon and the bus stop on the other stop that I took? You're not I listening think I'm at not all. Are gonna, you? I think we're not going to get an A plus on this. I think that I've, I'm worried I might not even have ADHD anymore. Isn't that funny? It's These an last ego. Few questions. The, We've talked about how the ego doesn't care if you're the best or the worst. It just wants mm-hmm. to be the most. So when you tell yourself, like, I'm the best, that's egoic. But also saying, I suck, I'm the worst, I'm going to kill myself. That's also mm-hmm. very egoic. That's so, like, the point. ego kind of wants us to have ADHD and be like, yes, we got yeah. it. We're, uh, despite this illness, this disorder, we still manage to climb out of bed and fight the good fight because we have taken on yeah. this burden that a regular person doesn't have. A regular person just loves waking up, staying in the flow and motion, writing everyone back, and is just all smiles. But we are these like night warriors filled with yeah. Pathos. I definitely think of myself as a night warrior. For- <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a, uh, I, I mean, yeah. It one, it's, it is nice. To be mindful, it is good to know yourself and know your patterns, especially the ones that maybe you want to break or the ones that you want to optimize. When I'm when I'm feeling good and I'm in a group, I'm like, oh, uh, we were talking. I've been I've been feeling pretty good over the last few days. I I had a rough like month or so, just mood wise, um, and and it was just it happens like a month or two straight sometimes, and I got hit with it recently. And I just started feeling like it was moving. Just the weather in my mind was just moving on. And uh, and that's that's also something good to be aware of. You know, those positive, it's like, okay, well, I think that's, so now I'll be able to check off a few more things than I can normally. Like I was... I was like, well, I can't commit to anything this week because I'm so fucking miserable that I'll just bail on people or, you know, mm. whatever. Um, and and so Do you bail I, on I, here I, we are guests? Very rarely. Sometimes I get sometimes I just get so in my head and I'm just so sick of feeling stupid all of the time <laughs> that I just can't. Like I just can't feel stupid for these two hours. Well, I mean, and you're I gonna know that I will. I mean, you're gonna have that feeling if every episode you get like an actual scientist specialized <laughs> in a new field, and then you're like, "Oh, how come I don't know enough about neuroscience? How come <laughs> yeah. I don't know enough about mosquito dicks? Oh, I suck." Yeah, but yeah, you should amazing. You shouldn't know it, as much as any of those people in those fields, right? Yeah, and I know that, but just some days it's just like, oh my God, I just can't handle finding out that I'm wrong about everything all over again. That's what this show is for, Uh, to get dumb a little bit. And then I'm like here not knowing what Smalabama is, and I think that (laughs) 
that Stephen Hawking was a saint instead of a, a man that gets beaten by women. The biggest sin of all to get beaten by your language devices inventor's ex-wife. Um, how often do you feel restless? Like you want to get out and do something? Sometimes. Okay. All right. That that defied my expectation. You thought I was never? I thought you were rarely, maybe. No, but, sometimes. Uh, sometimes I want to get up and, like, I just go walk to the convenience yeah. store, see if they've got energy Coke. They don't. That's All my good. favorite energy drinks always just disappear. Juiced monster drink. Uh, vanilla Cafe <laughs> Soylent. Tropical Red Bull. Energy Coke. You can't find them anywhere. I swear, they're watching me and they're like, what kind of energy drinks does this asshole like? Let's, it's going to cost us a lot of money, but let's let's take them all away. Let's take them all away from the market. Because they're so yummy. Why would they take them away? Uh, that is strange. You must, you must like peculiar ones that no one else likes. Yeah, my, my taste like buds are shaped like weird the... or something. <laughs> Uh, how often do you fidget with or tap your hands or feet or squirm in your seat? Oh, give me a hundred, Alex. Really? Like, look at, if you look at the video of this, you're pretty still. And I'm like, kind of, I swivel, I move this. Occasionally there's like these things, which I'm like doing paradiddles on my knees. Uh, mm -hmm. if you put a piece of paper in my hand, it becomes a crumpled little compact ball. Um, wow. I'm, I'm very, I'm very hands. Like it's everything I do. I kind of realize like it's all hands, like instruments, drawing, mm. like everything is a little hand thing. So I, I keep them doing stuff. So I'm pretty wow. fidgety. I guess that doesn't surprise me too much. I just, I just have never observed it. I'm going to put me down. Or a never? Oh, a never fidge. I might, I might have my first never, and I Ooh, say that congrats. not meaning never, never, but on the lower, as as a one out of four. Um, <laughs> congrats. Yeah, your first <laughs> never, or your first Life. rarely. <laughs> How often do you find yourself talking excessively? Never, rarely. I don't know. Yeah, rarely. No. I'm sure I I go over a limit occasionally. I got to put rarely. I, it's so hard to judge because anyone that's listened to me would probably put me down for an often. But that's the but show. When I'm though. not recording something. It's like I don't talk. <laughs> I don't. I am. I am not a chatty person. Although sometimes like when I open, like I'll see, I'll see people, you know, if I'm having some drinks or something like that. And then I just start going on about personality research. I think that's more of their fault for not being interested in how <laughs> life works than mine for sharing a quick two minute 
because it is crazy. Like I just got done listening to a three hour long fucking football conversation where everyone was saying the exact same thing, which is the exact same thing that they were saying 30 years ago. And then I bust out some amazing thing about like uh, about um, how uh, our perception about out outgroups changes when there's uh, uh, like more diseases and parasites in the environment. Did you just call the opposite group really... an outgroup? <laughs> or no, not <laughs> out group. Uh, the opposite the team. Sorry. Yeah, they're talking about football yeah. teams. You're like, did you just call the Raiders an outgroup? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And. It's I have like a two or three minute window where some people will listen to me and it's I can see it's like they're trying, but they just can't handle it. And uh, some people don't find so interesting would... stuff. Interesting. <laughs> some people so, love the true. least interesting thing. Yeah. Yes. Um all right, I'm gonna put myself down for rarely. Yeah, you're rarely. Uh, I could I could see people not agreeing with that, and that's fine. But I'm gonna give myself a rarely, and I'm trying to be as honest with myself as I can. Yeah, and people How, means people watching podcasts, so that's only getting a certain slice of you. Mm-hmm. How often do you uh, interrupt or intrude on others, such as butting into a conversation or talking over uh, what others are doing? Mm. Mm. I think rarely outside of podcasts. Yeah, I would put you down for rarely. I'm definitely, I'm like, people have heard me on podcasts might not real. I, I almost didn't talk for the first 18 years of my life. <laughs> like if you ask anybody, that knew me. I was like the most quiet kid. Quiet kid that climbs stuff. Most, yeah, yeah. Um, were several of the symptoms present prior to age 12? Yes or no? Oh, yeah. I'm going to put on a big yes. Um, this and the last yes or no do the symptoms appear in at least two or more settings at home and school yes yes all right get results you yeah. are a possible you have a 30 out of 58 Based on your responses to this adult ADHD screening quiz, you may or may not have attention deficit disorder. Cool. People who have answered similarly to you sometimes qualify for diagnosis ADHD or ADD. Why are they saying now they're using both like they're two different things, like you were saying? Yeah. Some people with, uh, with scores similar to yours have sought professional treatment for this concern. Others have not. Isn't that okay. saying nothing? Some people that's have sought treatment. Others have not. That's that's just not actually pointing out something. Um Yeah, that's yeah, that's not a thing at all. And mine is it would be nice to get an actual official thing, but it, it would 
then we couldn't do it in real time and everything else. So you got a 30 out of 58. I got a 35 out of 58, okay, which similar. I'm surprised by. That's we're, we're both pretty similar, and I'm way lower than I would have thought. It going If I would have known, if you would have asked me ahead of this, out of 58, how many do you think that you're, you'll score? I would have said 50 in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm I'm surprised. Maybe I'm uh maybe I'm fixed. Intensity maybe bias. You always think you're a lot of something when in fact you might be yeah, a little yeah. bit. Mm. Yeah, cuz getting in the 50s it probably really needs treatment or you're highly dysfunctional in mm-hmm. your work, but I don't think you'd be able to produce shows and like also be the host of shows and play pickleball and stuff. I do a fuckload of things regularly. I haven't over the last month. Well, even even on even on a bad month, I still keep all my shows going and still like research a lot of new things and um yeah, I don't know. I've also carved out a career for myself where I sit around thinking and learning the things that I'm the most interested in. Yeah, we got to get is, philosoph- That's a cheat code. We got to get Greek philosophy robes and like represent yeah, this yeah. time which is the fall of this Roman Empire like as being the hmm boys of of philosophy during the <laughs> during this at least for one shot. Yeah. Just be yeah, the yeah. philosophical robe people. Uh, yeah. Why do I, anything? I'll get a robe. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. So it turns out that we may or may not do benefit from doing something about our ADHD. That's what we learned from this episode. <laughs> you may I or may not. The, yeah. I mean, I uh, to me, I don't think it matters one way or another what we are. Uh, and I don't even think that the listener would care that much like where we fall exactly but i i think that for most people just to hear the questions and to hear them discussed and think about where they fall on them is is where the fun of some of this stuff is so i think that i'm going to uh find some more like little tests like this that we can do yeah quiz episodes way. are fun yeah these are real fun because we we just had someone on youtube recommend one recently it was for ah, i forget what it was um but it was a very good idea uh so yeah these are these are fun episodes and uh so yeah would it be funny um, to take a sexuality one because they say sexuality is a spectrum and like see how how gay or straight you are <laughs> yeah we should find out how gay <laughs> or you- straight we are because <laughs> it's so weird because in my mind well no i wouldn't i i don't think i'm like I don't think I'm 58 out of 58 straight because I think I'm I think I'm like super comfortable with well, but maybe that makes you more straight. Yeah, I don't know. These words have no meaning when you think about it, because there's that Ron White joke where he says that everyone is a little gay and I'll prove it to you. Like when you watch porn, uh, do you like uh men with little tiny peckers and then the person answers no i like big hard throbbing oh but that's mirror neurons (laughs) and that's like that's the same as you know wanting to 
be the guy catching the football in uh, the end yeah. zone and that sort of thing. And uh, but yeah, I I'm I'm definitely I'm super comfortable with myself. That's for sure. But what if they're taking yeah, like guys? Uh, they take a woman that's like very feminine, and then they start changing the features and make them more into a boy, like B O I with an I. So like the hair gets short, the the voice yeah. gets lower, and then you start like putting masculine uh, features on it to where the other side of it it becomes Tom Selleck or whatever the mustache masculinity guy where is the line would be for me but i think yeah, it would change i think it would pretty i think it would hit pretty quickly in terms of what i'm actually attracted to i actually think that i have a little bit snobbish tastes in females probably i've had some i've had some good mates in my life you want diplomas I've, on the wall and books on the shelf yeah, and super attractive typically. So it's, yeah, I don't. Uh, Not me. I like very, very conventionally and you, unconventionally you, attractive people. Like the ugliest you can find from every angle, and they've got to be dumb as a bag of rocks. <laughs> no books, it's no weird diplomas. That you like that? <laughs> no, just kidding. I would never. Yeah, um. and neither should you. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, we'll find we'll find some more. Te- I mean, there's a million tests like this that we can uh, that we can take and probably ones that I know a lot more about than actually that was that was not bad. I I knew a few things about ADHD. We started off the episode pretty strong. Yeah, I think you're being hard on yourself there. I think, you know, a little bit of helpful fill. info. Yeah, it worked out. Um, I was worried that I wouldn't. But uh, yeah, well, good luck if you have ADHD. I got to say, I'm just as a rule of thumb, any medication for your brain that you take every day, like you better know that you absolutely need it. Or like, yeah, of course, like seizure medication or something like that. Sure. But it's still wow. Tread lightly. You know, it, it's I'm even. That's why I'm not even like into microdosing. I haven't tried it, and I and maybe I'm being close minded about it. But I don't like the idea of of just ke- just flat ke- like baseline chemically altering a brain. Yeah. Like every day. It's too. I don't mind some fucking complex. throwing some peaks in there and everything, but yeah, it's too. It's too complex. And as much so, as we love, uh, you know, talking about how modern medicine is good and that saves our ass all the time, and like stepping backwards, the brain's is, a different thing. Yeah. The brain's fucking complicated, and and it's like, it. I mean, there, there's a there's certainly there. You know, just like there's a difference between vaccines and antibiotics, like antibiotics are like this one size fits all also also uh, eliminating probiotics or something much like much like chemo isn't, you know, the idea is hopefully to make it more target specific over time. 
um, because now it kills a bunch of other cells mm. too, and, uh, and is absolutely brutal on people. And wouldn't it be nice if you just got to those cancer cells? Um, there's that's that's like a thousand fold when it comes to the brain. Just like, well, we'll we'll just dump serotonin in it, or we'll just dump dopamine in it. Like, you do that for a night, or to get a week, you get to get yourself out of a situation, or to have fun, or something. But every day, yeah, I don't know. I'm skeptical. Yeah, and, and it acclimates. And, and by the way, a lot of scientists are skeptical as, as well of those very things, um, but. I'm I'm sure they that's not to say hop off your ADHD. And I've heard people have amazing reports of like their whole life changing once they went on Adderall or Ritalin or whatever and everything just flipping around and going better for them. So it's possible I'm the closed minded one, but that's just my little Yeah, just take be cautious. I think it's just yeah. a thing of uh if you're on the fence about it, maybe you don't need it. But if it does help, then yeah, take it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, super fun episode. We, by the way, let's see, at the time that this is recording, I think that we did, so we recorded a bunch in the bank, so sorry if this information is slightly off, but we made episode 21 of Mind Under Art, the weekly series that we do for Patreon only. We had an extra long episode and it was super fun and we just wanted more people to hear it and we wanted people to give a to give people a sneak preview. And so uh, if you go to episode 21, so if you go to the YouTube channel, because we're also looking for more uh, YouTube subscribers, you can see that full episode. So for those of you that um, have thought about joining Patreon, but haven't pulled the trigger yet, and maybe you want a preview, or or maybe you're you're broke, can't afford it right now. It's at least one extra really awesome, fun episode that we did, um, talking about uh, small inc- incremental gains and ninjas and buttholes and a bunch of fun stuff. Mainly the and- latter. <laughs> latter, not a ladder, but yeah. And uh, and we have a bonus monthly episode each week and um, and yeah so that's oh and merch at mindundermatter mindunderpod.com mindunderpod sorry mindundermatterpod also but mindunderpod yes. is so like quick mindunderpod.com to check out the merch which has recently been updated so you want to go on there and check out all the new stuff on there and thank you guys so much until next time keep on salivating honeys ding Ding. whoops